What is going on? How are you doing? This is Deepak, back with another episode of the world-famous audio show. We speak it into existence. We shall say it is world-famous, universally acclaimed, uber-popular, uber-helpful, uber-high-vibration, and uh, it will come true. So I hope you're doing fantastic. I feel really good. I feel really great. So uh, I find myself in a hotel room in Phoenix, Arizona. Once again, uh, this is October, right? So I was here in September for one week, and it has been my dream to be in Phoenix for uh, a few years now. The climate, right? It's one of the sunniest places in the world. Uh, warm weather and brightness and all the yang energy, mountains and cactuses and all that, right? My desire came true. So I've been here for uh, three, four days now. I came here on Friday. Today's Tuesday. I got here on Friday night and manifested, materialized. My dream materialized. So I'm here forever. Uh, I came from Chicago area. Uh, God bless Chicago. But uh, now it's time for Phoenix. So this is my new chapter. And now I'm recording this audio show. My intention is to be as high vibration as possible for the benefit of you and I, right? Why not? That's the whole point of life. Getting to and maintaining high vibration. So here we go. I, uh, you know, just right before this, I did a, a vortex meditation by Abraham. That got me into the vortex. It always does. So uh, I have a copy of the Abraham Hicks Emotional Guidance Scale, a printout. I've had this for many years now. I got a copy of it on my phone, both phones, my laptop, and uh, a physical copy as well. I like to see where I'm at, you know? So today, uh, I was at a lower vibration, a resistance vibration, right? Vibration is just emotions. We all know that, right? Basics. Basics. Let's do the basics. Abraham Hicks Emotional Guidance Scale. There's 22 emotions. Starts with joy. Number one vibration is joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, love, knowledge. Number two is passion. Number three is enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness. Number four is positive expectation, positive belief. It just says belief, but I always add positive belief because that makes more sense to me. But officially, it's positive expectation slash belief. Now, those four vibrations are known as the vortex. And then there's optimism, number five. Number six, hopefulness. That is the door to the vortex, you know, as Abraham says in some of the videos. Uh, the door to the vortex is belief. Between belief and hopefulness, belief is inside. And then number seven is contentment. Now, seven and up are positive emotions, positive vibrations. Number eight, boredom. And then it goes all the way down to number 22, the lowest vibration. So I won't read all those, but the, you know, we always find ourselves somewhere on this scale every day, every moment. I can look at this chart and my eyes will naturally fall, like look at the number. Right now I'm at a number four. I, I guess I raised my vibration. I'm at a positive expectation. So, uh, but I was lower. So there, what do you do when you're lower? You know, that's the whole game. That's the whole game of life. So I'll tell you this, I'm really excited because I forgot to Phoenix. I'm a big Abraham fan, right? Of course, we talked about it. Got all their stuff. I write about it. I listen to their stuff as much as possible for a long time now. But I'm really understanding and knowing what they're talking about now. Really getting it. So every day, we're, you know, and many times during the day, we're at somewhere on the scale. 
the goal is to be at the highest vibration possible. So Abraham says, you know, sometimes they say like, well, get, make a career out of getting into the vortex. And then if you have time for anything else, do it. In simplified words, that just means like raise your vibration as high as possible to the, you know, and then figure that, that if it takes five minutes, fine. If it takes 16 hours, fine. It shouldn't take that long, but you know, and then if it takes 30 days, fine, 60 days, fine, depending on where you are on the scale uh, regularly. If you're at number two all the time, you know, it takes deliberate practice every single day to move up, to have like an average vibration of high, right? Vortex. So, but once you're uh, high vibration, you know, you can notice the lower vibration. Once you get to the boredom or pessimism, you really feel it. For me, I really feel any lower vibrations. Like it's a different world. It's like going into a different reality. I, I, I you know, in a high vibration, I look at myself and I go, oh, what a handsome, strapping young man looking so good, looking so fine. And then I look at other people and I go, okay, these are source beings. Wow. Everything looks so real. There's a man, there's a woman, there's a, uh, you know, a dog, there's cactus. Uh, everything is vibration. Everything is a being, all living beings, you know, but it looks like a real world, but it's a physical manifested materialized world. And we're all non-physical energy living as physical beings in this game of life. At the high vibration, I really feel it, and I see it, and then everybody reacts to me differently, better, right? Magical life. Uh, it's like when you're funny, jokes land perfectly, you say the right thing, you're mind reading, and you're vibing with people, and they're laughing, and they like to be around you, and they come close to you, and you go close to them, you know, the high vibration, you know, that kind of stuff. Magical life. The best. Laughter, joy, you know. And then it looks different. The world looks different through the eyes. It just feels different. So the lower vibrations feel different. Each one feels, looks different. When you look at yourself in the mirror, it looks different. The same human, but day to day, or even the same day, depending on the vibration, you look different. At least that's my personal experience. So uh, I'm glad that I got to do the vortex meditation. You can do any meditation. Raise the vibration easy. And uh, I reminded myself of that just like half hour ago. I was like, oh yeah, I could do meditation. I was trying to find ways to raise my vibration. For whatever reason, I found myself today in a resistance place. I know why. It starts with a negative thought. And then if you don't pay attention, more negative thoughts come to it because love traction, right? Within 17 seconds. And then more memories. And then more, it just speeds up. Momentum speeds up. And then um, eventually you just, body feels right? And then if you don't do anything, it just keeps going until you sleep. And uh, if you wake up and you change it, you're on a better foot. If you don't change it, it kind of spirals, you know? So, you know, I have some things to clean up resistance on. I know we all do. So since I've come to Phoenix, I've been uh, really, well, I found, you know, Abraham released a small clip on their official website, uh, official YouTube channel. uh, And then uh, it's a small clip from their Abraham Now workshops. They're doing these live seminars now, right? from uh, San Antonio, Texas, WebStream. So you can sign up for it and watch it. So I was like, oh yeah, let me go check it out. I went to the website. So originally back in March, I think March, April, May, June, was lumped together for like $297, uh, $297 for uh, three, four months worth of uh, content. And then uh, it was per month, whatever that cost was, okay? But now I saw that it's only uh, $49 for two-hour 
looks like weekly uh, content. Not only that, each content has like a list of topics described. How does prayer work? How does this work? I, this happened. And questions that people send in and Abraham reads it through Esther and then the answer on video. It's a way different format than we're all used to from before. It's not a workshop. It's not an MP3. It's not people sitting in a uh, work in the workshop asking questions and you know that kind of format. It's more like just Abraham, pure all the whole time. So I bought two of those, forty nine bucks. So good. Oh my god. So you know, in the past, I was saying, well, over the years, decades, Abraham uses a lot of different analogies. I assume it's Esther using the analogies, right? The vortex, clogged pipes, lay new pipes. What else did I say? Vortex, clogged pipes, the stream, upstream, downstream, paddling, right? You know, the grid, all these things. So, uh, but now, and I uh, recently I was wondering, well, it'd be really great if Abraham just had the emotional guidance scale, the literal paper, and then just refer to that. And it'd be really great in a workshop if you can kind of see where somebody's at. So a person comes on stage, you know, onto the hot seat, they ask a question. Abraham could say, well, you're right now at number 13, doubt. And then you can maybe put a little thing on the screen that shows the vibration meter. Like you put it artificially on there, right? And then Abraham answers their question and you can see if their vibration rose. Abraham could say, well, right now we feel you at number six, hopefulness. And they'll go, oh yeah, I do feel different. You know, that kind of that kind of a thing, so that we know that everything that Abraham talks about ever in their history of content, every book, every workshop, every cruise, every audiobook, every YouTube video, like every affirmation, one hundred percent of it is about their emotional guidance scale. And I just figured that out this year, uh, at some point this year, maybe last year. I think this year. I've been an Abraham student since like two thousand eight. So when I figured that out, I was like, ah, different words, same message. So, and I had this thought, like, it'd be really nice if Abraham did that. Well, either Esther reads my stuff or somebody told her, or like, of course, Abraham just like figured it out because many people may have the same desire. All of a sudden, Abraham is using the sheet on their live uh, video, the emotional guidance scale, and is referring to the whole time. And at some point in the video, they actually show it on the screen too. Blown away. Uh, so I got the one from uh, September, one, one of the ones from September, I think, or August, and then one of the ones from October. So there's a bunch of them. The way I did it was I just looked at the description and asked myself, which one is the right one for me right now? Of course, I want all of them. But I'm like, what's the best one right now? And I'll scroll through it, and one of them will feel like, oh, this is the one. And, I'll, and so I got two of those absolutely fantastic content. I would say it's the best Abraham content yet, ever. Very clear. I get it. Easy to understand. They talk. They don't use any analogies right now, at least the two ones I saw. They just refer to the emotional guidance scale. People send in questions. So they, uh, Esther has it you know, on a paper. Uh, so Abraham will just start, no monologue even, like the old you know, workshop audio. Abraham will say, okay, uh, first question. Somebody will say something, and Esther is reading it, right? And then they'll answer it. So the vibration stays at the high level the whole time. You know, if you listen to a lot of Abraham content, when different people ask different questions, regular humans like us, right? The vibration goes according to where they are. And anybody who asks a question is by default at a resistant state. 
is they don't have the answer. So if I go on stage and I go, okay, I have this issue and uh, help me out, I'm not at in the vortex. I might be at frustration or revenge or blame, you know, somewhere there, right? The beauty of it is that Esther is in an uh, allowing state, so she's at the higher, she gets herself to the higher uh, vibration, and then she can hear Abraham answers, and she gives you, Abraham gives you the answer. So if you listen to a lot of content and a lot of questions, you can get calibrated to their vibration, depending on who's asking the question. So the vibration kind of varies. But in this new content, the vibration is clear. From beginning to end, it's just pure clarity. I love it. I love it so much. 49 bucks, best 49 bucks I've ever spent. I got two of those. I can get as many of those as I want. And the answer is always the same. There's never been anything new, really. You know, but it's nice to hear different questions answered. But the, basically, the whole point is to raise your vibration, change your emotional state, feel good, doing whatever it takes. The easiest methods are meditation, daily, appreciation, constantly as much as possible, counting your blessings, right? Same thing. Noticing things that you love, you appreciate, being positive, thinking positive, imagining positive, speaking positive, typing and writing positive, right? Everything you can to focus on wanted rather than unwanted. Another way to say that is focusing on the positive qualities, not the negative quality. Paying attention to how I'm feeling the entire day because feelings are the most important thing in creation. It's the indicator. The most important thing is how you feel. The biggest breakthrough I've ever had. I'm so thankful to Esther, Jerry, and Abraham for understanding what feelings, emotions mean. If you can feel good, love attraction will bring more good feeling things. No matter where you are in the world, does not matter. And no matter what circumstance, if you can feel, find a way to be joyful or appreciative or you know, loving, keep doing it every day, your life will be different within 30 days, 60 days, one week, four days, six years. If all I did was count my blessings every single day, game over, game on. So I learned that through Abraham, and I'm really thankful that I learned that. So uh, Abraham is now using the emotional guidance scale. I'm so appreciative of that. I'm sure many people had the same question, so they kind of, you know, with the new format, they are simplifying it. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, how do you move up the uh, guidance scale? That's the whole point every single day. And how not to go down. So, there are always subjects that will get you down the scale. That's how we grow. Abraham calls it contrast, a variety. There's always a variety in the world. Some people like hot, some people like cold. Some people like spicy, some people like salty. There's every, there's a variety, right? Loud, quiet. Some people need a lot of stimulation. Some people like peacefulness. There's mountains. There's desert, there's snow, there's beaches, every kind of profession there is, a variety. In the past, I thought contrast meant negative, uh, but it actually just means a variety. There's like a, it's a buffet of life. There is no good or bad necessarily, but you have a preference, and I have a preference. I happen to like the hot. Give me as uh, hot as possible climate, brightness, I like the sun. I want it 20, uh, 365. And whenever I meet somebody who says they like the cold and the snow, I can't believe it. Like, I can't fathom that's possible. And I, yet I lived in a place like that for 20 years. So in the past, I would try to convince them otherwise. Like, hey, man, what are you talking about? You don't like the heat? You don't like the sun? There's some people who don't like the sun. <laughs> what? So it's not a universal like. You know, some people like pizza. Some people like pasta. Some people like spicy food. Some people never touch spices. 
It has contrast, and each being has their own preferences. From past life, this life, just you have a preference. That's contrast. So it just means like if you go to a buffet, and I go to a buffet, right? I go to a buffet, and there's salads there. Some people love salads. I've eaten them. Not my thing. And some people like pizza, right? There's everything there. And there's different kind of buffets. Asian buffets, Indian buffets, American, you know, Southern buffets. Even if you go to a restaurant, there's a menu. Lots of things on there. We can pick what we like. So that's contrast, okay? So if you have something that's unwanted in your life, we want to know how to make it wanted. The only reason we have unwanted is because we focused on unwanted. Now, I'll say wanted and unwanted in different ways. There's positive and negative. We want the positive. We want abundance. The only reason we don't have abundance or the reason we have lack is because we focused on the negative. That's all there. That's all the whole point of metaphysical talk, teachings, law of attraction teachings, power of positive thinking, the magic of thinking big, right? Everything is all about meditation, the Eastern style, Buddhist medita- meditations and prayers and you know, Neville will tell you to imagine which fulfilled mantras, techniques, EFT, energy healing, right? Gong healing, chakras, medita- merid- meridians, acupuncture, everything is a way to find alignment once again to raise the vibration. That's all there is. So uh, I really am amazed and surprised and delighted and loving and appreciating the new content. It's so good. So good. And it makes sense if you have the emotional guidance scale. Like I said before, it's all over Google and it's in their book, Ask and Is Given, but you can find Google images. I just printed out one of those and saved it everywhere. And this is handy because it's like uh, having a hot or cold or a a GPS, right? Navigation. Or uh, you know how people look for water, like those little sticks? What are those sticks called? The water sticks? (laughs) Or if you're looking for oil or minerals or anything, like, you know, a little compass. So this is a compass. And I can look at it and I go, okay, right now I feel passionate. I feel joyful and appreciative right now. So I'm at one and two. Why? Because I'm talking about something I love. And I've spent quite a bit of time doing that. So I raise my vibration. It's all there is. Speaking is a powerful form of creation. I'm focusing right now because I'm making this show for you. I love Abraham Hanks and Law of Attraction. So just like that, raise my vibration to the highest level. And uh, that's the whole game. That's all there is to it. So let's say you're feeling, you know, I reread the phrase by uh, Gary Craig on EFT. You know, EFT is a technique. I'm sure all metaphysical students know about it by now. I heard about it in 2007, 8, maybe 8. But it was created in like 99 or something, maybe earlier. And, uh, you know, since then there's a tapping solution. There's like faster EFT and matrix re-imprinting and infinite more techniques that uh, came from EFT. Gary Craig himself created optimal EFT, which is just like visualization, prayer kind of thing. You don't even tap. You just ask higher power to help you out. Interesting. But uh, he said, I went back to the original manual, optimal EFT manual, and it says, the cause of negative emotion is a disruption in body's energy system. That is the basic premise of EFT, according to Gary Craig. And your energy system is out of whack, so you feel negative emotion. The reason your energy system went out of whack is because you have a negative, you remembered or thought about a negative memory, negative thought, something that happened in your life, thought about it, or it's still active in your vibration, it's still active in your mind. It causes a bzzz in your body, 
thus you feel negative emotion. So his method is to you know tap on the acupuncture points on the face, on the face, the head, uh, upper part of the body, and hands, and uh, while talking about the issue until you feel better. There's many ways to do it. You could talk about a specific issue. You could talk about a memory in general, and then go specific. You could talk about a performance issue. If you're a sports player, you could talk about anything. Talk. It's like it's like cognitive therapy, reframing, and then tapping. And he developed that from another technique. I think Roger Callahan is the one who founded this, and it just goes backwards. And it originally from Chinese medicine and acupuncture points, and then you know tapping, and it was called something tat therapy and then he created EFT which is simplified and on and on it goes so it's just basically tapping the body and talking so the cause of negative emotion is disruption in the body's energy system so I was trying to think like well what what would Abraham say like what's the Abraham terminology for that so I thought okay the cause of negative emotion is a lowering of your vibration which is caused by negative thinking negative memory negative imagining negative thought what do you think makes sense right so if I focus on something that's negative, negative memory, negative present moment, negative qualities, uh, imagining a negative scenario in the future, something negative, it will lower my vibration because that's how things work. And then within 17 seconds, more negative will come. Thoughts, 68 seconds, I will feel different because emotion is the first physical manifestation. It's immediate. You could feel it within a few seconds or a few minutes. And if I don't pay attention to the emotion, you know, negative emotion could be just boredom or pessimism. Number nine, if I don't pay attention, law of attraction gathers momentum, speed. And then either you're going up or down. You know, there's no like, so, you know, you just, you can add momentum, momentum, momentum. If I don't pay attention, body feels negative emotion. And then you can feel aches and pains. You can have like uh, another uh, non-physical manifestation is bad dreams when you go to sleep, nightmares. That's a manifestation because that's like a, a cre- it's a creation, a negative creation, but it's non-physical. It's in the mind. Body pain is physical. And then how people react, places, things, uh, your home, car, everything. Car- everything that's physical comes from that based on which vibration you're at. And if you're really good at focusing, meaning you think a lot, you, know, you talk a lot, write a lot and think a lot, you're able to focus upward or downward, you can go down or up really fast. People who are very distracted, don't think too much about anything, they kind of stay at the same vibe where they're at. At least that's my perspective, you know. So, you know, but there's an average vibration. You know, we all have an average vibration because we think about certain things every day. So it could be like number 10, uh, frustration. So the goal is to move up the average vibration to as high as possible. And, uh, you know, preferably joy, appreciation, love, empowered, love, knowledge is like an average vibration or passion even or happiness. And then you'll attract more wanted, more positive than negative. Negative varies. That's what is meant by contrast. Negative for a person, a pizza could be negative. Another person, pizza is like positive, right? Depending on the person. For some people, uh, positive is like meat, meat uh, products. Another person that's negative, and and for one person, cold weather might be positive. I don't know who these people are, Eskimos, <laughs> Esk, maybe. Do they like the cold? Nordic people. I'm an equator person. Okay, so uh, yeah, they exist. And then for me, hot, saunas, heat, warmth. You know, I uh, delved into some Taoist 
like metaphysical stuff, you know, how they have their Pachi charts. I think I may have made a podcast about this before. I may have deleted it. I don't remember if I was still up there, but in a Pachi based on your birth chart in the Chinese Asian style, it'll give you your like four pillars. They call it the four pillars, just energy of the day and the time. So whoever's born at that time, you're imbued with that energy, right? So for me, uh, I, uh, according to their system, yin fire is my day, my day master, they call it. There's four pillars. They're all yin. And I have a lot of excess, strong metal. So it, from that philosophy, I'm really benefited from by fire energy and yang energy. Since all four of my pillars are uh, yin, to balance it out, I need yang, right? For a really yang person, if you're really over hot, like overheating and yang and, I guess, masculine or aggressive, some yin would do you good. Meditation, nature, it, it does good for everybody, but, you know, quietness, solitude, maybe calm environments, maybe the cold, if you have a lot of fire. So in that way, everything is balanced in the uh, universe, according to their philosophy, and it seems to be true. So I, you know, I knew all that stuff. So it really, I can see the variety of it and all the contrast of it. So I'm loving Phoenix. Uh, it was my dream for many years. I'm here now. How did it happen? Who knows? You know, a couple, a few months ago in the summer, I was in the Chicago area. And then I had this, I went, I go to the forest a lot, a lot of forest where I live uh, back there, forest preserves. So I hang out there and within 15, 20 minutes, I'll just you know, listen to music, think, write, type. And usually I'll get an answer. So I was thinking, what should I do next? Like what? And then my mind or maybe source gave me an answer. Clear all your clutter so that you can go to Phoenix. It was just an idea. So I didn't really fully believe in it. I was like, hmm, basically just be ready. So I came home that day and tossed out, started tossing out all my stuff that I don't need anymore. I recondoed it, you know, Karen Kingston, clutter clearing, hardcore. And these are stuff I did not use before. Uh, I mean, uh, these are stuff I don't use currently, but it was just in the storage boxes in the basement. I did not think they were holding me down, but I was like, well, I haven't used these things in many years now. Don't plan on using them. I'm done with them. So I filled up the recycling bin and the garbage can full of my old stuff. And then after the garbage was gone that week, next week, full of my stuff that I don't need. And next week, same thing. Cleared all my clutter. And the first day that I cleared my clutter, the first day, after the forest, I came home, started tossing things. My friend texted me. He said something. And I said, well, I'm going to Phoenix. I'm clutter clearing and I'm going to Phoenix. I just said it. I just made up my mind. Phoenix had been on my mind and I've researched it for many years. Okay. So, but it's just that moment. I just emotionally just said it, texted it. And he said, let's go. I'll, I'll take you. Huh? And in that moment, you know, when there's a blessing, don't say no. I'm learning that lesson. So I said, uh, oh, yeah, let's go right now. Let's go. So, uh, you know, he uh, was gracious and uh, kind enough and uh, brought me to Phoenix next week. It took a week. So I cleared all my clutter, 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 and then came to Phoenix. We stayed here for a week, visited the mountains. We went to Sedona, drove by, hung out there, Flagstaff. I did not know that Sedona and Flagstaff are, are actually inside the Coconino Forest. It's like the sixth largest forest in the country or something. Like 1.8 million acres or something or miles or something. Massive. We drove and got like, you know, top of the mountain somewhere. It was like a fabulous, like unbelievably amazing. 
and I was like, oh, this is Sedona? I've always heard about it. I didn't. I thought it was like a regular suburb, but it's nestled in between mountains and the forest. It's actually in the forest, like a massive forest. And Flagstaff is a town that's in the forest. Huh, whoa, how cool. So it's a couple hours from Phoenix. So Arizona has, you know, Phoenix area is kind of desert, but you go up and there's mountains, right? You can go to mountain preserves. So I checked out a mountain preserve. I've never been to a mountain preserve before. It was super hot. It was like 110 degrees, maybe warmer up there. Cactus everywhere. I'm used to going to like for like forest forests in the Midwest. So I was like, oh, I did not know there are mountain preserves. <laughs> Other cars were there. People were walking, but it was really hot. I loved it. And of course, when you drive to Sedona from Phoenix area, you're going like up. You're climbing the elevation, like 6,000 miles up or something, whatever it is. You feel it. You feel it different in the brain and the oxygen levels. You're like, whoa. And you're like driving through like these like in-between mountains and like it's a really interesting drive. Sedona, I get there, packed. This is last month, packed. Did not know there's that many people hanging out in this uh, current situation, packed. I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. Red mountains everywhere and just, you can feel it. It's great, of course. Cars parked. I think I told you the story before about cars parked everywhere. People just walking. There's camping grounds, resorts. Healers, right? Restaurants, lodges, five-star hotel stays and all this stuff, okay? You keep driving up north, you end up at like a top of the mountain kind of thing. But it's all, it's like, it's not desert forest. It's like actual tree forest foliage. So you have everything there. So there, you know, there's desert in Arizona, mountains. Just go a couple hours. Massive tree forest, nature. Lakes. Flagstaff area. Lakes. Famous lakes. And, uh... You know, people are kayaking and fishing and yeah, we just did a little route back and a couple of more hours north would have been Grand Canyon. Everything is here. So I loved it and I did a lot of affirmations and uh, focus wheels and appreciation during that time. It was just a seven day kind of thing. Came back uh, to the Chicago area, immediately started missing Phoenix, hardcore. <laughs> you know, once you go first class, hard to go back to coach. Oh, I got upgraded to first class on the way back. First class flight, my friend, too. Amazing. And, uh, you know, he had status. So we had, like, preferential treatment for luggage, hotel, car, rental, upgraded flights, everything. It was, like, fantastic. Came back. I, uh, you know, did some stuff around the house, kind of mentally prepared myself for Phoenix and thought about it nonstop. Resistance was there. So at some point, I must have released it. And an opportunity came up that I could come back here. Barely had any possessions that are, I could pack everything. So I packed everything, did what I had to do with the house, and then I'm here. That's kind of uh, the quick Cliff Note story of I'm in Phoenix now. <laughs> so uh, I just want to tell that story. That's really interesting. Of course, a lot more details go into it, but everybody has their own journey, you know, and uh, you figure it out. But basically, it's all about moving up the emotional scale. Staying at the high emotions as much as possible, yet something will make you go down. For me, it was winter and Chicago area and the cold. But now that I understand Abraham at a deeper level, I realized I was focusing on unwanted. I was focusing on what I did not want, which is negative, which is it's cold, it's dark, the no sun, clouds. So I manually thought about what, what do I want? My positives. I want sunny days all day long, as much as possible. And Phoenix... And Tucson and Yuma are some of the most sunniest places in the world. I know that because I've researched it for years. 
you can look up like charts. The sunniest days, the warmest days, the, the most sun, like less clouds, so clear days, that kind of stuff. So I have those websites saved for many years now, you know. So I know. And also, interestingly, a lot of the Abraham talks, Esther talks about Phoenix and Yuma and Scottsdale. They were in the area before. So a lot of the, it just kept on repeating it. I was like, oh yeah, Phoenix. They kept talking about it. And of course, Love Traction brought it to me. So it reminded me of it over and over. And I looked at Yuma. Yuma is the sunniest and place in the world. Yuma, Arizona. I would not have thought America had the, one of the sunniest places. I was for sure going to think like Middle East. Uh, but lucky for me, I'm in America and it's still in America. So I don't have to go further south. I would have needed. Fantastic. Very well planned out. I like being on the West Coast area rather than East Coast or Florida. Some people like Florida. Florida is fine, but I prefer uh, Western time zone, close to San Diego, five hours away. That was another thing that Esther talks about, some of the talks, how they drive to San Diego, to Phoenix, or you know, Yuma to San Diego, that kind of stuff, as your analogy. So I'm here. Now I'm planning out the next, you know, aligning my beliefs with the next kind of things. So there was some resistance there. So today I woke up in resistance. I got out of it through meditation, Abraham. And by talking about uh, Law of Attraction, sharing it with you. So the biggest thing is it's all about emotions. We can change our emotions really quickly if we know that's the thing to do. I know from life experience that that's the thing to do. Emotion indicates vibration. So, you know, Gary Craig with EFT, the cause of negative emotion is a disruption in body's energy system. When I reread that today, I thought maybe that's false, but it's actually true. The cause of negative emotion is lowering of body's vibration. Lowering of your vibration. Okay, that makes sense. And vibration is lowered by negative thoughts, memories, imaginations. And negative means specific to you. The same thing that's negative to you may not be negative for somebody else. So Abraham calls it a contrast, a variety, a buffet. Your individual positive and negative preferences are different than other human beings. So for every subject, topic... I wrote this down. I want to share it with you. There's basically health, wealth, relationships, right? Main ca categories and perfect self-expression. Those are the four things according to Florence Scovel Shin, which I like. That kind of categorization. Uh, Louise Hay is also into the Florence. So basically everything comes down to those four categories. Health can be career, money, home, car, gadgets, phones, laptops, and everything that's considered wealth, savings accounts, Profits, income streams, dividends, right, everything. Job, career, business, all that. Health could be age, gender, body, sex, mind, everything to do with the body. Relationships are friends, family, lover, neighbors, others, customer service, people on the street, strangers. Could be animals, plants. You can put everything in there as other, other beings. You can put government, politics maybe in there, city, state. There's things like climate. Maybe you could put that into wealth or health. Of course, in wealth, you can put food maybe, right? Plenty of food, drinks. Government, politics, city, state, country, climate. These are kind of the main categories of life. Parents, right? All that. Uh, relatives, all right? Family. So for every category, time, that's wealth. Time is money. So every category, there's wanted or unwanted. Said another way, there's positive or negative. Said another way, there's plenty or lack. Money could be plenty of it or lack of it. Friends could be plenty of it or lack of it. Climate could be uh, plenty of heat or plenty of cold or lack of heat 
or lack of cold, depending on what you want. Neighbors, right? Everything. So wanted or unwanted or positive or negative. Okay. Now, today and every day, depending on which topic comes up into my awareness, whether that's through, you know, memory, I just thought about it, or somebody brought it up, maybe you got a bill in the mail, whatever the reason, that topic, when you think about it, it either uh, raises your vibration or lowers it, or I guess maintains it, but usually raising or lowering, depending on if it's wanted or unwanted. So every subject that comes into my awareness today is either raising my vibration or lowering it, or maintaining. But I'll, does anything really maintain? I don't know. I guess maintaining high, maintaining low. But either you're going up or down. I look, I'm looking at this chart, right? So if I think about career, and I talk about it with a friend, and if it's a happy topic, high vibration. If the topic of career is a sore subject, lowers my vibration. If I talk about it for 17 seconds minimally, it's like law of attraction is taking over. A like thought will come. If two people talk, momentum is fast. You notice that when you talk with somebody else, it goes fast. Uh, spoken word, two people. But and, and if I just think about it, depending on if I don't pay attention, if I'm unaware, if I think about it too long, 17 seconds, another thought like it, 17 seconds, another thought like it, until 68 seconds and physical manifestations will occur. First physical manifestation is a negative emotion. Is an emotion. If it's a uh, negative topic, negative emotion. Positive topic, positive emotion. And then law of attraction, depending on where I'm at, will bring me more like it. Thoughts, memories, people talking about it, TV shows, phone calls, physical things, body issues, and you're either going up or down. So that's the game. Very easy. Once you understand it, it's very easy. It's just the emotional game. And catching it very early means paying attention to your body, how it's feeling. Emotions happen in the solar plexus area, usually. Gut. It's a chemical reaction. It's a physical reaction, depending on vibration. And then you can see how uh, your body's feeling eventually. If you get like headaches or backaches or lower, you know, this is all manifestation. And then how you're sleeping, how your dreams feel is a manifestation. Abraham says the content doesn't really matter. It's depending on how it feels. Does it feel scary? Does it feel hopeful? It's a manifestation. And then momentum. So it's all about stopping negative momentum, slowing it down by meditating, speeding up positive momentum by appreciating, and then when you're feeling good, changing the way you think about topics. So career has positive and negative qualities. If it's a sore subject, it just means the person has just thought about a lot of negative qualities about the idea about career. Maybe they noticed a lot of negative qualities, talked about it with others, bothered them, didn't do anything about it. Years and years went by. Now it's a negative sore subject. You can fix it. If it's important to you, money, age, gender, body, sex, relationships. And there are some subjects that you already feel good because just by coincidence or whatever reason, law of attraction, right? There's no coincidence, but... It just happened to go your way. You notice the right things and it kept building momentum. It happens to be a high vibration uh, topic for you. So that's the whole game. Vibration is just a look at the emotional chart. Okay, I feel passion. I'm at number two. How fantastic, you know? So that's uh, really clear. I really understand it. I'm thankful. And I'm fantastically loving the new Abraham content. Best content ever. 49 bucks, two hours. There's new ones, so if you want to get a live stream of a new one, I think it's every Saturday. You can pay 49 bucks, you can get it, or you can watch it, uh, the older ones, and it's it's a new system. It's stored in the cloud. 
Kajab, it's on their site, so you can just watch it on, the, just log in and watch it on their site as much as you want. It saves the space. It, I think it's they're using a Kajabi software, and Kajabi has an app. It says on the top uh, of the Abraham site, abrahamnow.com. So once you get it, you can get the Kajabi app. I believe you can watch it on the app. I don't have that yet, but right now I just go to the site. So when you order more and more, it's all in the one site. It's way different than before. You know, before you have to either get the DVDs, CDs, or you get the monthly MP3s, which you download, and then you add to your phone through iTunes or something, you know, is a whole thing. At least that's how it was back in the day. I don't remember how it is now. I haven't tried it recently, but I think last year I bought it. It's still the same. Got the whole workshop audio subscription, download it to your computer, and then add it to your iTunes. So this is a different system. I like it a lot. The whole vibration is high. It doesn't dip. So ah, it's so good. So good. Love Abraham. Love Esther. They read all of our minds. Now they're just talking about the emotional guidance scale all the time. They don't usually talk about it in most of their audio that I've heard or books. And I have all their books. In Kindle, I have the physical version. I have the audiobooks. I got their affirmation app. I got every. I have everything. But this is the best content, and I really get it. So I want to share that with you. Hopefully, you'll get. You know, it'll clear up some things for you as well. Emotions, emotions, emotions. Get to the high emotions in whatever way possible. Podcasting, audio shows is a way for me to get there. I like writing, gets me there. So I write on my blog, and I make shows for you. It might be singing or dancing or cooking or whatever your things are, right? There's contrast. Some people like to make shows. Some people like to cook. When I came back, when I came to Phoenix this time, I had one of the best Uber drivers ever. So it was a polar opposite. You know, when I left Chicago area, I had one Uber driver, young guy, great guy, but he was talking about all the unwanted things. Maybe we matched up because maybe I was in a similar vibration, but I was calm. But he talked about everything that was unwanted on the drive to the airport and he was really frustrated so i thought hmm, interesting and then you know got on the plane airport plane fine got here landed in phoenix and all that must have been my vibration matching it up i was leaving unwanted for wanted i land in phoenix i get the uh you know plug in my phone to recharge it order an uber get one right away he's on the way five minutes away so i'm standing on the outside curb of uh the airport you know where the uber comes I like Phoenix Airport a lot. O'Hare is great too. Very busy. But luckily this time it was not busy because of the whole global thing. But normally it's very busy. Phoenix Airport seems more chill. So, you know, hot. I came with a hoodie on, sweatpants. Like, I didn't wear a jacket. But normally you'd be wearing a jacket in Chicago. I refused, you know. But I was in like a winter mode. Came to Phoenix. Most people have like shorts on and like sandals. And, uh, you know, I ordered that. So I was like, okay, this is my place. And I ordered that Uber standing there five minutes. And I thought, I'll just text, you know, you can text the person. So I just said, tall Indian guy with a red luggage standing next to ride share one sign. There are a bunch of people standing outside for Ubers, you know. So it was just an inspired idea. I'm like, I should be clear so he can know. Tall Indian guy, easy to spot. Red luggage. I'm the only one with a bright red luggage. And I'm right by right share one sign. So he said, got it, exclamation point. And the vibration of his text, I was like, oh, this guy is like hype, like good. I felt it. He came up, pulled up right in front of me, uberly excited, like uber hype. Uh, like, oh, welcome to Phoenix. And like, that was a perfect description. It was so clear. 
love it. And I'm like, thank you, man. I, I'm really excited. And on the drive to my hotel, he was at high vibration. I calibrated to his high vibration. He was excited that I came to Phoenix. He said he's from New York. Came here four years ago. I asked him if he's a college student because he looks really, feels really young. It was night, but the vibe was really young. He laughed, said thank you, and he said, no, no, graduated school a long time ago. Can you guess? I'm like, you're probably 30s. He said, 37. I'm like, dude, you feel like you're like 22. Really uh, youthful, energetic, happy vibe. Very appreciative. He was uh, very appreciative. And he said, well, he came from New York four years ago. Exact same reasons that I'm coming here. Done with the cold. Done with the snow. Done with the earmuffs and gloves and layers. And it's a whole thing. And I never did those things. Yet you got to do all those things. So it's like a whole thing you got to do before you go outside. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm meant for t-shirt and shorts and sandals. He started laughing. He's like, you came at the perfect time. The weather's fantastic right now. Perfect timing. And I thank you, man. He got really excited, wished me the best in my Phoenix endeavors. And I thanked him for his high positive energy. I said, it's a perfect introduction for me into Phoenix. And I said, do you have any tips, any general tips? And he said, he thought for like a few seconds. And he's like, well, my only advice for you is just to have fun. Enjoy it. Have fun in Phoenix. He kept on saying fun. I was like, I'll do my best. Thank you. And uh, that's how I started my uh, Phoenix journey. How fantastic, right? Fun. High vibration. Abraham says, go with the fun. It's all about fun. Fun is like, uh, it could be uh, eagerness. It could be passion. It could be joy. Fun is high. High vibes. So that's how I am in Phoenix. I'm working on some things. I'll let you know how it goes. Career. Income streams. Relationships. Health. I have a lot of things going well for me. And some things to work on. So isn't that all of us? But I'm at the perfect place. And I'm happy to share that with you. And I'll have more for you next time. Thanks for listening to the world-famous audio show hosted by yours truly, Deepak, the greatest, most fantastic host of all time. Let's make it happen. Let's, let's put it into existence. And uh, I'll keep it high vibe, and I'll let you know uh, how it goes. Take it easy for now. Chat with you next time. Thank you. Bye.